With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Full Sport Press. Listening to the Full Sport Press podcast, featuring hosts Jehove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jehove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What's going on? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? Boy, out of practice, a little, man. A little rusty. A little rusty. Yeah, How you doing, man? I'm good, man. You had a good vacation. I did, did, man. It was, what's up? It was good to get away and not think about life for a minute. Sure. My like PTO. archived PTO. That new. Oh, uh, my PTO good. <laughs> I I ain't know that. Yeah, that's something we talked to you about, Joe. Yeah, I hadn't taken any. I I, I only PTO I've ever taken was surgery. Yeah, I I haven't missed the show. Willingly. See, I've been six years. My PTO good. I haven't missed the show willingly. Look at Jeff. (laughs) Jeff trying to troll. (laughs) (laughs) Willingly. Shout out to Shane. He filled in last week. Did a great job. Shane did a great job. A lot of people. uh, Shout out to Shane. Mm -hmm. uh, Shout out to Shane, man. He did a good job. Shout out to Shane, man. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. Episode 304, fellas. We are handing out the 2019-2020 NBA Mid-Season Awards. FSP style. Always FSP style. Better damn know it. Better, Better damn, damn believe it. it. In unison. There we go, <laughs> man. The guys are back. Uh, best of the week, Weezy. What you got, buddy? Oh, best of the week for me was the WNBA, man. What? The, the ladies got paid. Hold hold, hold up. That's cap. That's cap. That's cap. You hate the WNBA. <laughs> I do. I do, but I like money. Okay. Okay. I like okay. money. I see okay. how you're sporting around. Okay. Yeah, I, got I like money. I can dig that. Okay. I can't okay. be proud of no. I can't be mad at somebody getting their money. Okay. I can dig that for yeah. sure. What about you, Jeff? My best of the week is Clarissa Shields. She's now the GWOAT, the greatest woman of all time. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. She. That's her. She. Okay. She trademarked and everything. Okay. Um. She's now the fastest boxer, regardless of gender, to win titles in three different weight classes. Wow. Yeah. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. She fighting out here. Yeah. Yeah. Only 23 years old. Uh-oh. So, so 23 yeah. young girl. Young girl. Sure. Oh, she, now she said she's going after MMA next. Oh, she went out of smoke. Stay the hell away from me. My best week is my mom. So listeners, my mom, she's a Titans fan. Okay. So I swung by the crib, checked on her. I said, Maya, Titans won, right? So she said, <laughs> if you know my mom, she said, my boys are ready to go. Did you see Derrick Henry, Jay? Mm-hmm. And so what she did is proceeded to run through her living room the way <laughs> Derrick Henry runs the football with a pillow okay. in her left hand. Come it on, was mom. the greatest. Because, <laughs> you know, he runs with his head up. Yeah. And my mom, about 5'2", yeah. and that's on a tall day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's running like Derrick Henry, man. She said, oh, tall he's a beast. Yeah, nah, for sure, so. Gotta love seeing that. Shout out, shout out to my mom. She's a true Titans fan. Mm-hmm. Um, when Weezy had jumped, he called me. He's like, tell moms, the Titans done. Let's get them out of here. My mom's like, nah, tell Weezy, we all right. We got we got Tannen Hill. Tannen Hill. Tannen Hill. Tannen Trail, baby. For sure, yeah. So shout out to my moms, man. Worst of the week, Weezy, what you got? Worst of the week, man, was uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Mm. <laughs> shout out to the cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it. We'll talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Uh, what you got, Jeff? Uh, my worst of the week, I know it's not a music show, 
But whatever the hell Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez are trying to do with these streaming and begging for people to listen to the mm-hmm. album, it's, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. It's just got to stop. Yeah, just you make know? music. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just got to stop. Shout out to Roddy Rich. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. But whatever they're doing, begging people to listen to it's got to stop. It's got to stop. I agree. Yeah. My worst of the week is Carlton Bragg, former uh, McDonald's All-American. He's now 0 for 3, Jeff. Uh-oh. He was dismissed from Kansas, oh, Arizona man. State, and now New Mexico. After he was arrested early Tuesday morning for DWI in possession of marijuana, mm. he was playing well for the Lobos, top ten player in the class of 2016, I think. So, just confirmation, man. Players don't believe it can end. It's over with for Carlton Bragg, but yeah. a really talented player, I just can't get right for sure. Go overseas, young man. Yeah, get a check. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook. Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pie, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just search for Sport Press Podcast. And after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou each and every Wednesday. This week's show was the interview with Ken from Dead End Hip Hop. You guys had a chance to check it out? Yeah, man. Shout out to the guys, man. Good Good episode. Learned a lot, man. You know, something that. I didn't think I was going to learn a yeah. lot from. It was a yeah. very informative uh, episode. Shout was, out to the guy. Had some good questions. Shout out to Spike sure. Lou. Shout out to Spike. Been getting his uh, inside edition on. For sure. Shout out to Spike Lou. Check out the guys over there for sure. Fresher Than Your Average podcast featuring myself and Animal Brown is a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. Same great content with the new name. Catch our latest issue. Issue 57 is up right now. Directly for the culture, hit the hotline 629-777-5565 and drop a voicemail so we can answer your fashion-related question. Where your kicks? Cop responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can read up on your favorite FSP co-host. It's <clears throat> <clears throat> the time of year. Uh, purchase your <clears throat> FSP merchandise and get your hoodies and catch up on the past episodes from the shows we just mentioned and much, much more. How you do that, you ass wheezy? Just search www.realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. RMG most definitely. Jeff, you got 10 good wrestling seconds. Man, it's been a week. Let's start the clock. All right, let's start off with, you guys watch Impact Wrestling? I have never heard of it. Oh, right. Yeah. So most people don't. Um, <laughs> it's, it's formerly TNA Wrestling. Um, used to be here at the fairgrounds every Wednesday, pay-per-view yeah, type thing. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. So they're roughly the third or fourth biggest wrestling promotion in America. Okay. All right, so they made a big step this week, and they named a woman their heavyweight champion of the world. Nice. Tessa Blanchard. Great, right? Great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing about Tessa. She's the daughter of Telly Blanchard. Okay. Telly Blanchard's original four horsemen. Okay. Great things, right? But here's the thing that happened over the weekend. On Saturday, a tape leaked of Tessa in China mm-hmm. having a matchup with an African-American woman. Mm-hmm. She spit on mm. the African-American woman. And called her the word that we all know that she oh, called her when yeah. she spit on the African American. Oh, oh man, and she didn't get power bombed. Impact Wrestling did not change their schedule and still gave her the their biggest title of their promotion on mm. their biggest night of the year. Epic fail, yeah, huge Im- fail. Yeah. Um, this was trending number two on Twitter behind only the NFL playoffs. Oh, man. Yeah, so totally. you know it was a bad move if yeah. Impact Wrestling gets no tra- hard attraction other yeah. than about Tessa Blanchard because she is a big name. She's probably one of the few people in wrestling that are not WWE or AEW. Mm-hmm. And she's racist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Impact Wrestling, need, they need to call Ken Shamrock. The old Ken Shamrock. Oh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? They need to call Ken Shamrock. Play uh, in the cage, man. Yeah. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's going to torture your ass. Ken Shamrock ain't going to play with it. He ain't going to play with it. And real quick, I uh, want to give a RIP to Soul Man Rocky Johnson, uh, the father of The Rock. Sure. Mm, uh, passed away this week, uh, 75 years old. He was the first. African-American tag team champion in the WWE. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, yeah, man. Now, most people are going to re- remember him as being the father of The Rock. Right, but for sure. he did have a lineage as well. Him and Tony, Tony Atlas were the first WWE African-American tag team champions. Shout out to that, man. Rest yeah. in peace. Now, tweet us. That was somber, man. Uh, tweet us with <laughs> questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get started with the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow (laughs) box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. And that person is? This week's award recipient is 
Odell Beckham Jr. You damn right it is. Odell Beckham had a week of highs and lows. Um, right. He was handing out <laughs> cash to LSU players during the national championship, which Joe Burrow fits confirmed. In a world where right, in a world where head coaches command ten figure salaries. Wealthy alumni slip players a couple hundred bucks every game. Mm-hmm. But on the sidelines of a national championship game with 70,000 fans <laughs> and a few million more watching, when he had to know it would cause unnecessary headlines for his alma mater at the end of the best season in school history. Easy. He couldn't help himself at all. He couldn't not be the story of the game. And on top of that, you slap a cop on the ass. <laughs> And taunt him. Um, what the hell was he thinking, fellas? Um, I don't think he was thinking. Um, Odell was high or drunk. A little he bit was, of both. He was, he was out there. One of the two. He was definitely on one yeah. and having a very good time with himself. Yeah. Um, when anytime, you knew the cameras were on you. It's like it's directly after the game, confetti's still falling. Right. You're pulling out the money to give the players on the field. I saw him backing down Carl Malone. <laughs> he was playing a megaphone. Yeah, the with the band, come with the band, like come on, the man. band director's like chill, bro. Like, yeah, we gotta, like gotta, chill. Yeah. Like I know you Odell Beckham, but, but you gotta, gotta chill, chill man. Like yeah, and you know it's just I can see the Browns probably trading him, but they, <laughs> they won't get what the Giants got for him. They got uh, Jabril Peppers and two first rounders. So no, nah, they won't get that. Yeah, but they need to get him out of Cleveland because yeah. he's suffering. He's miserable. I, yeah, I just <laughs> I, these kids had a one of the best years in SEC history, and then you want to sit. In college history, actually. And you want to sit and take away the shine just for you being in front of the camera? <laughs> and not only that, man, he put everything in jeopardy. Like, yeah. that's a violation. That's, that's a, he just got to chill. Like, yeah, he put everything in jeopardy, man. Yeah. Joe Burrow got to chill, too, though. Joe Burrow. No, nah, I'm telling you. Y'all get, all right. Joe Burrow got to chill, too. <laughs> yeah, all right. He said a lot right there. He <laughs> said, like, like yeah. I'm, I'm no longer a college athlete. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to tell it all. No, this is real money. Yeah, yeah. no. This is real money he gave us. I'm not a college athlete. It's not fake. <laughs> So we'll talk about Joe Berry yeah, very definitely. shortly. You guys ready to start the first half? Let's do it. Let's go. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay ho It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG. Mm-hmm. And I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Sure. Yes, you are. What about you, Jeff? Jay Easley, 84, across all social media platforms. And I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's wide open. Mm-hmm. Let's have a conversation on Twitter. An update, Jeff. Is the kingdom still open? Woo. It's a... Uh it's 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 open, yeah. But it's uh, it's, it's closing. No, it's closing. <laughs> it's yeah. closing. So now you go through the gate of the apartment complex. Yeah, yeah, sure. The gate start to come down. <laughs> that thing yeah, almost it's coming there. down. Okay. Ooh, sure. man, that was a horrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> and it is FSP underscore yeah. cameraman yeah, in this area right. on YouTube.com slash Full Sport Press or YouTube.com slash Real View. Yeah. For sure, Ooh. most definitely. <laughs> Let's kick off the first half with some college football talk. The LSU Tigers are national champions, capping off an undefeated season. Clemson took an early 17-7 lead behind a strong defensive effort, but the defending national champs couldn't sustain the execution. Here are the winners and losers from LSU's 42-25 victory over Clemson in the national championship game. Who has a winner? Coach O. Coach O. Legend. Coach O. He's a legend. Yeah, no, for sure. I Go Tigers. Go Tigers. I got him as a winner, too. Coach yeah, for sure. He what did, does not have to pay for lunch in in Louisiana ever again in his life. For sure. Mm. He, he's pretty much solidified his job for as long as he wants it. For sure. Not as long as he wants it, but. I'm, I reason why I beg to differ, because he's homegrown. Nah. He's they legend. ran less miles out of there. Sure. Let's lost the no. locker room. You won a national championship, though. Let's never say the day I wake up and I can't whoop a man's ass, the day I don't need to wake up. Sure. Let's never say that. Sure. Let's never say that. True. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about Coach O? Uh, favorite thing he just said, man. Yeah. Coach O is LSU right now. He's a, he's the man now. Yeah, for sure. I have Jamar Chase, sophomore wide receiver, toasted A.J. Terrell for a pair of 50-yard catches. He was without question the number one reason why LSU held that 28-17 lead at halftime. And once he got going, man, he totaled a record of 221 receiving yards, man. Two it, scores, nine catches. It was like, on those two scores, you're watching the game. Yeah. And you're calling out, he's one-on-one he coverage. Over, it's, it's over with. It's over with. I mean, dead ass. Shout out to D. Harris. Like, yeah. He was calling, like, he was texting me, like, here it is. Before he even snapped, yeah. touchdown. Because yeah. you could just knew he was wide on one-on-one yeah. coverage. It's over that was, with. That was bad. That was bad play. Well, I got that. That's a part of my lose. Anybody else got another winner? 
Joe Burrow. Joe, Broadway Joe. Okay. Joe Burrow, man. It, he lived up to the hype. Yeah, he did, for sure. Well, yeah, bad first first half. Series. First first quarter. First quarter. First yeah. quarter. He had a bad That's first quarter. That's the third quarter. series, though, right? But he wasn't himself. Okay. Until, he had to settle okay, down. He had to settle down. Got the got the jitters. I But Joe Burrow is not my favorite quarterback. He's on the list. Um, I'm, like yeah, I do not like Joe Burrow. Not my as, type of quarterback. Is is it you don't like Joe Burrow as a pro prospect, or you don't like him just as a well, it, Joe Burrow? Walk both. Over he don't like him no, both. It started as him not being a pro prospect. Okay. Now it has turned into not liking. He's in the Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Wow, that's oh, the company right there. there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, people that I just don't bang. That's what I'm saying. not one of my guys. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, another winner for me is Stad Moss. Uh, playing tight end, different from his father's yeah. wide receiver position. He made a name for himself. Uh, Clemson had their hands full with Chase and Justin Jefferson, so Thad Moss was open the entire, entire night. Now, that kid had a heck of a college football playoff period. For sure, he did. He, 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 yeah. he made some money this year. Yeah, yeah he did. Most definitely. Most definitely. What about losers, fellas? <laughs> well, my main loser was Odell. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Odell Beckham. Odell, I know we gave you know we FedEx his Cheerio box. Right, we got it out to him. But man, like, how does he not know the cameras on him? We not. He's when he's well, giving the money. It's the money. It was shit. recreational drugs. <laughs> it's made me sick to even think about it. That's it my was, guy. Yeah, that's your guy. And a little bit of used to. Yeah, no, no, he just hadn't had a spotlight on him in a while. He had yeah. to do something. Yeah, he, so he had to do something. Yeah, the fire has gone a little bit. Just like our future right now is dating the the girl, uh, Lori Harvey. He was a little cold, so in turn you need to get something to get yourself back hot. Oh. And I think this relationship is doing that for future. <laughs> I'm telling you, so uh, okay, you, yeah. I don't know how you spun that yeah, in. That's yeah, it's good pot right there, buddy. Uh, another loser for me is AJ Terrell. He came into the game recognized as one of the best corners in the, in country. the country. Yeah, man, and to wait, just the way that he looked on tape. Mm, against mm. a sophomore, against a sophomore dog, you got to burn that tape. Yeah. To his defense, you're not going to run up against kids that size with that speed every Saturday. I should say for right now. No, but he was he was supposed to go into the not jail. his defense. They switched to halftime. Bro. They switched. They didn't put. A, he wasn't guarding. He wasn't guarding him <laughs> I, at the halftime. I really think he needs to reconsider coming back to school and getting some more film because that was bad film. He was in good position in all of those spots that he just needs a little bit more time because that's the last tape that we saw, and I think it will affect his draft style. Okay. And because he was one on one, it wasn't like oh well, he he's over the top. Help didn't help. He was one on one, so yeah. it was him. To me, the, the LSU wide receiver core is second to only Alabama's. True. Not even. I don't think he's even second. Uh-huh. Oh, no, no. All three, everybody, the whole wide receiver core. Nah, Alabama got pro. number one. I they think LSU's pro. number two. Yeah. Yeah, some wide receiving cores out there. They're one, two for they sure. They're one and two. Yeah. yeah. So, I, Ohio State got some good wide receivers, too. Oh, well, most definitely. Yeah. But I think if I have to pick, yeah. it's, it's Alabama's, yeah, LSU's right there. Yeah, in Ohio State. Yeah, in Ohio State. For sure. My loser is uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he, yeah. he, yeah. Didn't, he didn't look didn't up to par. Yeah. In that second half, he looked a little flustered. He did, yeah. and he couldn't come back down. He couldn't get. He didn't get back in control of the game. It was some drops too. It was some drops. Yeah, it, was some dro- it was some overthrows. It was some overthrows. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's one of my losers. Yeah. Clemson's uh, wide receiver core. Yeah. T. Higgins. Yeah. He was. He was. He was. I give T. Higgins some bail though. I don't. Fight I don't. He was out there. Ah, uh, always though. Yeah, he's, okay. He's a little don't different argue. of a kid. My uh, loser is Brent Venables. I think he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. Mm-hmm. He was playing for a, a job, a college football job, yeah. and it was one of the worst showings we've seen from him in his defensive years as D.C. Uh, LSU outcoached Venables. It's rare to see it happen, but I think he was outsmarted by better coaches, and they, I think it cost the team a national title. Can we backtrack to last year when he was – he did the best defense performance against Alabama? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're used to seeing him at such a high level. Exactly. And to see him be out coached by a wide margin in the biggest game. So he won and won. He won and won. Yeah, for sure. I got you. I got one more loser. You got two when you get done. Those cops were definitely the fun police. Yeah. They were they were going in the locker room trying to figure out. Now Odell should have been smacking nobody on the butt. Nah, yeah, man, yeah, Odell on. can't do all that. But they're going in and seeing who was smoking cigars, making sure they're of age. They didn't. Why did they check Joe Burrow? Why didn't they say anything, to Joe Burrow? <laughs> Joe Burrow, <laughs> Joe Burrow up right now. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they were checking, make sure there was no alcohol in, right. in the coolers. Come on, man. There's a lot going on. Man. Yeah, come man. on, fun police. Well, they just won their championship. You got no loser. One more loser for me, Coach O, Ed Ochran. Yeah, yeah, because the whole team 
the ship be sinking. That thing <laughs> well, over. It's all, all his coaches left. All the coaches gone. All the players gone. Only person that's left is him and Jamar Chase. You got <laughs> your ring, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta build your way back up. You gotta build your way back up. Yeah. He gotta find another Brady, because I'm telling you, that's the difference between that team last year and this year. Is one coach has changed. It's one coaching change the entire year, Jeff, and it was Brady. That's true. Joe Brady comes to the team, offensive passing coordinator. Comes in and this team goes from a quarterback that had sixteen and five picks, and now he has sixty touchdowns and four <laughs> and four five picks. That's that's a wide margin, and that kind of lets me know exactly what's going on. Did, did he have the best college season ever as a quarterback? That's debatable. I think Cam Newton did because he did it with nothing, nothing, like, no like, other pro, no other pro. <laughs> like Joe, we know for sure right now, Joe Brady and that um and that team has four or five people on that offensive not even an offensive lineman from Cam Newton team went to the pros. Come on man. Yeah. yeah. Beyond. That was sure. a one man show. Yeah man. That was a one man yeah. band man. I I I agree. Swiss beats. Yeah, easy. Joe yeah. Burrow beat seven top ten teams, man. Yeah, it was a better t- it's a better team. Yeah. We gonna do it today. Nope. Anybody got any other loop? No, we out of here. We off college football. Let's talk about championship Sunday. For sure. Keep it in football. Talk to about the NFL, guys. Game one, mm-hmm. Weezy's Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. at the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Sunday. Titans. Favorites are the Chiefs by seven and a half. Yeah. You got Jay Hole. Let's talk Titans first. Let's okay. break it down. Let's talk Titans. Yours? <laughs> let's talk I want to know who you got. Okay, you're break, you right. Yeah. We're breaking it down first. You're right. Let's talk. Let's talk. This, this is a personal game. Yeah, right this is a personal game. Do you yeah. think. That Derrick Henry has a chance to break the all-time rushing record, 207 yards in the AFC Championship game. A chance? Yeah. yeah they're going to run him yeah. into the ground. He hit 195 and 182 this year. Yeah. You think he'll do it? That's the only way they win this game. I don't think he'll do it, but he's going to have to. Yeah, because you got to look at the Chiefs give up 4.9 rushing yards per attempt. That's yep. fourth worst in the entire NFL. Correct. So they can't stop the run. Right. So, in turn, you have the best running back – in the NFL this year, yeah, I think 200 yards to get them a W. That's the only way they win this game. You know what? I heard everybody that said it's not a Titans fan is y'all running, y'all run, y'all run him into the ground. He's tired. Yeah, he's built for it. And he, true enough, he he had 303 carries this year. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> but take this <laughs> real quick though. Real quick, let me. That's it's a great a contract. Yeah. Hey, do you know that um, Josh Jacobs had 240 his entire career at Alabama? Oh. That's three. That's three years. He had a year's worth. He had three. He had three or three. <laughs> he had three or three. One but look, year. okay, that's that's not yeah, okay. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb had two ninety eight. Okay, Nick Chubb ain't the Russian title champion either. Yeah, he, but he that, that's only a couple. Yeah. That's only like three or four off. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dog. That's a lot. What about Tannehill? Do the Titans need Tannehill? You yards. I need a hundred. Yeah, at yeah. least a hundred. Yeah. Get off of Tannehill, man. Yeah, he's not. He's yeah. Y'all want me to throw for? He's not asked to do that right now, y'all. He's not. He's he don't have to. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm gonna tell you right now, he gonna have to do every. They gonna have to have 200 yards from Derrick mm-hmm. Henry and at least 150 to 200 from Tannehill. That's game. easy. The Titans gotta work. find a way to minimize possessions, and the way that they can do that, that'll help out minimize points. They gotta do that by running the ball, and Tannehill has to throw the ball. That's the only way you can do it. What they do well is run the ball. Kansas City can't stop the run. Right. True enough. True enough. What Kansas City does well is score fast. Mm-hmm. So as much as Tennessee is going to take the ball and control the clock, mm-hmm. it's two plays. Kansas City's tied the game. Man, it's over with. You yeah, know what I mean? We saw that in Houston. Right, right. So you got to kind of keep that in mind as well. So the, it's really strength on strength at this yeah. point. So Speaking of the Chiefs, let's talk to the Chiefs. Can the Titans keep up with Pat Mahomes? Can they? They already done it. They already done it this year. That was hobbled Pat Mahomes. They already done it. Mm-hmm. That was hobbled Pat he Mahomes. He threw for 494 yards, and we still beat him. Hobbled Pat Mahomes. We, they already done it. Mm-hmm. So everything y'all saying, can they do this? They did it. <laughs> but that's the thing with the Chiefs. They have been really been able to put together two really good offensive games with the entire season. So I just don't think that the Chiefs will. They had a lot of turnovers that game. The kicker wasn't making any damn field goals. Yeah, kicker missed one pick. We blocked one kick to win the game. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. But um, we beat them. I just don't think you, that you they're going to be able to. Damn right, y'all did. Y'all beat them. That's right. I, I th- he said, "Oh, I want to play this game. I'm healthy enough to play." He played, and he they we beat them. Well, either way, I think the Chiefs <laughs> have enough to pick up where they left off last week, and I think they'll cover the spread and win by ten. I <laughs> said, "He got mad. He tried to say they go win by ten. That's bullshit." Yeah. Oh wow! The Chiefs are missing Chris Jones. Yeah, yeah, with a calf strain. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge, huge X factor that 
we're not accounting for. Okay. Our, our offensive line is, is playing with the playing with their heads he, heads off. We have a sports podcast, now we have to talk about the how the Chiefs can win this game. You're still talking about how the Titans can win this game. <laughs> the, the Chiefs can't win this game. <laughs> Chiefs can't win this game. I like that. I like that. Cameraman, I, like I like that. Cameraman. Nah, Chiefs can't win I the like game. That. Here we go. Here we go. Who you got winning, Joe? Man, he, she almost sold me on that. Chiefs <laughs> by 14. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 14 <laughs> Easy You want to bet? Nah I ain't betting Alright then Can we, what's, the, what's the second game Jeff? Oh We want the second game uh, <laughs> Game 2 is Green Bay Packers At San Francisco 49ers sure. It's going to be at 540 Central Standard Time Yeah The Niners are 7.5 point favorites Yeah Let's talk about San Francisco Jay break it down Yeah man 49ers got the better team um, <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy going to have to throw like, He's going to throw that ball around a little bit He's a turnover machine okay. And the thing is With Jimmy He has a bounce back game in him He's really good at okay. bouncing back Demonstrated ability to bounce back after a bad game, and he didn't have a bad game, but it wasn't his best game. And I think the best part of the Packers' offense this year was their run game, and I think the 49ers know that. And the way that we limited Aaron Jones when we played them in Week 12, it showed that we were ready, and my DC is ready to do that. I think my guys will be ready, man. But uh, the Packers got to find a way to get Aaron Rodgers rolling. Counter something you said. Mm-hmm. You said Jimmy didn't really have a bad game. He did not. He didn't have a chance to. You okay. know why? Because as soon as he threw that pick, yeah. y'all took the ball out of his hands. Yeah, for sure. You don't trust him. TC, now we, had, we, got, we got a really good running back in Tampa. We got a very good running game. Yeah, for sure. You don't, once Jimmy does that, this is a consensus mm-hmm. for San Francisco. You don't depend on him once he makes that mistake. And then even after he threw that pick, when mm-hmm. they put let him throw a couple of little short you know, okay. ins and outs, still two of those should have been picked. Dude, Jimmy's a turnover machine. Yeah. Not even going to argue with you about that. But at the same time, he has the ability to look at tape and know where he can bounce back from from his mistakes, and he will have a bounce-back game. The only the only advantage I think that the 49ers have in this game is Kyle Shanahan. And he, they play, he's, playing against a, he's playing against a first-year head coach, which used to be an offensive coordinator. And that's the only that's the only thing that – the big advantage that the 49ers have to me, besides the defense. Okay. And I think Aaron Rodgers already played him. He's seen him. He know what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they win by 10 points. Yeah. Green Bay win by 10. Let's talk about the Packers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers had one of his best games of the season against the Seahawks. He did. What a game. Yeah, I think he's going to struggle to find openings against that defensive front four that we have because we've sacked him five times last game. We played yes. him in week 12. And then you don't want to throw in that outside because we limited <laughs> Stephon Diggs with Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's playing well right now. <laughs> You know I hate Richard Sherman, but yeah, he'll play I see you show is. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I yeah. see that. Yeah. I'm glad you. I'm glad you saw my <laughs> yeah, look. Yeah, I'm glad I you. Know. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's a long time. I think Shanahan <laughs> might flip the script for the game and uh, focus on the past with these teams. Man, I think it'll be a, a really good game. But I'm gonna take my 49ers to beat the Packers by more than seven. I think we'll win by 12, 13 points, easy. I got I, Green Bay by yeah. field goal. Mm. Green Bay by field goal. That was disrespectful. That was just I got Green Bay. That I said 10, damn. but it'd be a close game. That's just damn disrespect. You got Green Bay winning? Yeah. <laughs> I do. You hear that, cameraman? <laughs> well, they been against my dogs. Okay. Well, y'all been against me. Yeah, for sure. Before we get to over halftime, let's talk a little baseball. On Monday, Major League Baseball announced punishment for the Houston Astros, stemming from the club's alleged sign-stealing scheme. Mm-hmm. That's why. It was revealed in November that the team had devised a system to illegally steal signs throughout the World Series in 2017. This is a big deal, little deal, no deal for baseball. It's huge. Huge deal. Huge deal. Huge deal. Um, I'm going to try to say this the right way. Mm-hmm. Baseball, man, is to be America's pastime. Okay. Baseball always seems to find a way to, to baseball its way out of Oh, stuff. yeah, for sure. Like from steroids yeah. to, to this, it's like, yeah. dog. Even how are they keeping these championships? Yeah, they have to vacate. <laughs> I understand not saying that the Yankees win, but they have to vacate these championships. If I'm, not, if I'm the Dodgers, I'm like, yeah. dude, yeah, they I did, did this dirty. twice. Yeah, they did. They did them dirty. Yeah. They said most of the players from the team were involved. No players have been suspended as of yet, but it's very serious, man. It costs, like what you said, Jeff, you know, people jobs. People's people. jobs. That, that, that was my question. The players, do they, like, don't they deserve something? Yeah, I mean, pitchers, just imagine pitchers across baseball didn't get the money that they were supposed to get yeah. because 
of the, because they, they were getting killed. But yeah. and I was talking to Locke about this. I was like, Locke, man, I remember when the Astros were killing. We were like, man, where did these bats come from? Because <laughs> they was cheating. Yeah. And you see, there's a video going around of Altuve running. And he's keeping his, his jersey, jersey because the wire is going to be showing. And it's like a tapping thing to let yep. you know he's throwing a slide, yep. throwing a curveball. That's nuts, man. That's a great way to cheat. That's crazy. But, yeah, like no, he's literally sure. holding, he's his, holding jersey his jersey. Like, don't, don't tear my jersey. And he's running into the dugout, switches his jersey, comes back out and celebrates. It's big boy what, cheating. What was it like? It was like, a, it was like a thing that would tap him to let him know two times that a fastball was coming. One time a slider was coming. So you know. If you know the pitch that's coming. You can wait on a slider, or you can speed up for a fastball. High level cheating, big boy cheating. Gosh, that's crazy, man. That's the only way you can cheat like that in baseball. Because yeah, if somebody you know the plays for the 49ers, it hell, one person might not be open, but this person still is open. You, if you know the pitch, you can win a game. Know the pitch. Yeah, you, I'm waiting for my. I know. I know this I'm slide for my is pitch coming. to come. I'm cool. I'm gonna wait on this curveball because I'm gonna put this there shit up is. out of here. There it is. Yeah. No, wait, wait on the fastball. Give it's me the crazy. heat. Only baseball. That's why I'm telling you, soccer 2020, 2021 will pass baseball. It's not even close. And the thing is with baseball, they try to legislate. The fun stuff out. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure. Bat flipping. Yeah. We had a certain kind of way. Sure. These are unwritten rules of the game. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But then you allow cheating. And then you don't suspend any players. You know why you don't suspend any players? Because you know it's running rampant in your league. So if you suspend players from this team and that team, you got to do an investigation on all the teams in the league. And allegedly there's six to seven teams that are doing this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all, y'all hear something that's interesting? Well, I thought it was pretty funny. Y'all know who a favorite team is, the Houston Astros? Bill Belichick. Yeah, that's funny. Boy, you pie. <laughs> Boy, you pie. Yeah, that's funny. And that's how you get started with halftime. You guys ready to go? <laughs> On that note, yes, sir. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it. Now, the WNBA. The Women's National Basketball Player Association agreed in principle on Tuesday to a new CBA that will run through 2027. The new CBA is poised to provide major improvements in pay and benefits to WNBA players while assuring the league's officials that their players will prioritize the WNBA over foreign leagues. The first big deal, player salaries. The WNBA's elite will profit more than its middle tier, which happens all around. The NBA is the same way. In the 2020 CBA, players who qualify or is designated as a quote-unquote core player, can earn $215,000, a nearly $100,000 increase from last year. The league's minimum salary for inexperienced players will increase to $57,000, and for more experienced players, $68,000. Last year, the rookies got $41,000, and players with three or more years got $56,000. How you guys feel about that? It's a good step. The scary part is if the league doesn't increase revenue, this could cripple the league. Yeah. I mean, but the good thing is you have people, and we'll talk about this a little later, you'll have people around year-round to promote the league. So they'll be That's on true. interview shows, they'll be on red carpets, putting a face with some of these great players that play in the league. Yeah. So I think it's kind of rough for the rookies, but the rookies, it'll get there. Yeah, that, was just, just, that was the only scary part for me was like yeah. looking at how it breaks down and if the league doesn't, like yeah. if ratings don't increase, profits don't increase. This could, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it all comes back to, yeah, I don't know. But the, it, on paper, this looks great. It's a good start. Yeah, it's a great start. In so. previous years, team could dole out fifty thousand dollars to any player under contract to convince them to stay home yeah. and be a represent uh, representative of the league mm-hmm. per se. So now that pot will rise to a hundred thousand for 2020. And uh, 150000 beyond. So that's good. Right. The next step is revenue sharing, like Jeff was saying. NBA players will receive around 50% of the share league revenue within the league, mm-hmm. whereas WNBA players right around 20% last year. This will go now to 50-50 in 2021. Mm-hmm. How you guys feel about that? Another great step. Yeah. But it just – <laughs> like I said, it, 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 this all sounds good. Just the league has to find a way to stay profitable. Okay, that's it. Because yeah. if not, we lose a gym in, in great basketball. A way to you know, a way to watch great basketball, support our women's right. players and things like that. So that's the only scary part is the numbers to me. Yeah, with like, the revenue, adding yeah. in more games, adding yeah. in a mid-season tournament, that'll bring more revenue in. And on top of that, you'll be able to pay the players more. So I like that. 
For sure. Yep. Let's move on to accommodations and player benefits. In the old CBA, a player could earn a little less than half of their base salary if they missed the season due to pregnancy or childbirth. In 2020, that will require each team to pay full instead. And players will continue to fly commercial with seat upgrades from coach to economy plus. And players will also have individual hotel rooms on the road, (laughs) a perk that was up until last year was for veterans only. And now also all-star game participants will be flown first class to the event. How you guys feel about this? Um, Work back. All-star game, great. Yeah. Um, Coach to what was it? Economy? Is that what it was? I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, knowing that these women were not paid in full, or sure. some of them not paid at all. Yeah, um, man. During pregnancy. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Rough. That was rough for me. That's but rough. I think all in all, this is a great step, like Weezy said, and a step forward to get the, the actual league into the good graces of fans like Weezy. Weezy's not a fan of the WNBA, right? True. But if he sees people like on interviews with Breakfast Club when they're usually uh, de- like designed to go play in China or right. Russia, right, 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 you'll right. see more of them and you'll become a little bit more familiar with the faces and the names, not just Aguma K that's on ESPN every day yeah. now that the season is over. Right. But you'll get to see Maya more. You'll be able to get to see Skylar Diggins. You'll be able to get to see a little bit more of your favorite WNBA players yeah. and more players are coming in. So I think this will be great for the league. I like it. Like, do y'all think this has anything to do with Kobe Bryant having a daughter that hoops? And having not one thing. But it has a lot. So? To, no, no, no. It has a lot to do with Megan Rapinoe coming out saying, "Hey, equal pay for soccer players." Yeah. The the NBA is making so much money that this is pennies to what they're making. But in turn, I think the kickback because the WNBA is sponsored by the NBA. Right. So in turn, they cut out maybe five percent of their revenue. They can take care of this entire the entire NBA. I mean the WNBA. WNBA. If they did that, you're absolutely yeah. right. If yeah. they were to take out five maybe seven percent. Yeah, for sure. And and, and and divvy that down. Yeah. It would help out a great deal. And I bet what they're doing is taking away one to two percent for the WNBA. Yeah. And I commend the NBA yeah. for doing it. It keeps it abroad. It keeps it going. For sure. Yeah. Because the NBA is only as good as the WNBA because those fans are basketball fans as well. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. You guys ready to get started with the second half? Let's go. Let's do it. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second half, the 2019-2020 NBA Midseason Award Show. FSP style. Always FSP style. All right. I'm your boy, J-Ho. It's your boy, Weezy. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Okay. <laughs> the most NBA teams have reached the midway point of the 2019-2020 regular season. It's clear which players are going to be in the running for the prestigious FSP awards for the NBA down the stretch. Now, this season's slate of awards is really going to be interesting this year, whereas most seasons you have at least a few runaway candidates, at least by the way of the narrative right now at the 41-42 game mark offers very few, very few obvious choices for each award. If you go back and listen to episode 291. Yeah. Don't do it. Um, I think we did pretty well. A <laughs> lot of these were spot on. So yeah. Just a little bit of, you know, press that button right now and go down to episode 291 to see our preseason predictions. Yeah, yeah. But we'll go through those. Don't cheat. Go back and listen to 291. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll go through those in our postseason predictions as well. So we'll kick it off. With the superstar most likely to be traded, my preseason prediction was Brad Beal. Nice. What about you, Jeff? My preseason prediction was Kevin Love. Okay, what about you? Weezy? My preseason prediction was Devin Book. <laughs> <laughs> I was told you don't go back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, my postseason prediction is DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan never shot better from mid-range this season. He's been on an absolute tear at the middle part of this season, making the most of his space between LaMarcus Aldridge, who's also on the trade block. Yeah. But he's contributed to the Spurs' terrible defense as well. And he's still turning down open threes. So, um, <laughs> with him stunning the growth of Lonnie Walker, I think that they'll try to find a way to trade him before his player option and he can go for free. So, they have to get something for him. So, I got DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> My pick was uh, D'Angelo Russell. Okay. Simply not because anything he's done, he's been great. Mm-hmm. I just think the Warriors want more players. They want more, they want more picks. Yeah, for next year. For yeah, sure. so I, it just, he's in a bad spot. I agree. Yep. I'm going to stick with Kevin Love. Um, I like had a it. nice little meltdown last week. Mm-hmm. Um, told the general manager, I got plenty of money. Find me all you want to. Mm-hmm. That's a man who wants to be traded. Yeah. <laughs> I think his contract is trickier to tr- be traded than we think. Oh, so. yeah. Most Taking on 28.9 from a player that's 31 years old and 
clearly is having a couple of meltdowns like you mentioned, man. <laughs> Ideally, he would be a starting center. Everybody would love to have Kevin Love. Yeah. I just don't think they want to pay $28.9 million That's the thing. for the next three years. They made him almost untradeable with that contract. For they sure. They gave him that good faith money, yeah, mm-hmm. but that almost made him like, who's going to take that on? Nobody. Yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to our most overrated mm-hmm. player. Overrated. Clap, clap. Clap, clap, clap. All mm-hmm. right, Jay, who'd you have in preseason? I had Cal Kuzma in preseason. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Weezy, who'd you have? Andrew Wiggins. All right. Uh, and I had the clone of Tobias Harris and Pascal Siakam. Okay. Wow. I, I explained that very well to people who have not heard okay. episode 291. Just, press that button. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a bad one. Okay. All right, so Jay, <laughs> who do you have right now? Um, I have Kyrie Irving. Ooh. This does not mean that Kyrie is a bad player. He's just not a superstar. He's famous for hitting the shot that Jeff loves in Game 7 of the finals. But oh, after mean, that – series, you that For sure. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, he puts up empty stats. It's been something we saw out of him since he got in the NBA. He can never lead the Cavs. He can never lead a team, period. He is a locker room hazard in Boston. Clearly caused the same trouble in Brooklyn. I would be shocked if the uh, Nets make the playoffs, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get rid of him as quick as they can. He was getting torched by Eric Bledsoe last year in the uh, in the playoffs, and excuse me, his ego gets in the way of him being a superstar, and he's still treated like one. Not one of my favorite players at Kyrie Irving. Mm, I can tell. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Weezy, you want to go? I got to regroup after that. <laughs> I like. I have Hassan Whiteside. Okay. Okay. I can dig it. Yeah, yeah. I had Hassan Whiteside. You look, you, you, your looks, they tear me apart. But hey, yeah, Hassan Whiteside, man, just he's just there to me. He averages. He did have eighteen rebounds the other night for yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. That's a bad time to pick him. But <laughs> yeah, other than, yeah, other than the eighteen rebounds, like I mean, that's probably the best. That's probably the most you'll see all year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All year. Okay. So you just saying that he's not worth the twenty one and a half million that he get? Would you pay him twenty one? Uh, it depends on what team hunting. The Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they don't have a center. <laughs> I need him. Nurkic just isn't back yet. So, yeah, I got to deal with Hassan Whiteside for a year. I'll do it. For one year? For one year. Give him to me. I'm telling you, would you resign him? No. Uh, that's my point. I would have traded everything I had for Steven Adams if I was Portland. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. There you go. we making sense. There we go. All right, my most overrated player is still going to be Tobias Harris. I, I just need more. <laughs> I, need more. I, I made him. a bad <laughs> No, that's not bad, though, because you, you pay him max money, yeah. and he's not playing he's like not. he played last night like a max player. Yeah, well, we just pick, yeah, yeah, we're sure. taking one game yeah. intervals out of a 41-game <laughs> yeah, season, yeah, so sure. season so far. <laughs> he is great. stepping up, though, for but sure. But I need with Philadelphia as a whole, and I, yeah. and I went I went all in on Philadelphia yeah. in the you pre- me season. You and me both. So, you know, me watching them was like, man, this isn't working. This isn't working. And I just need a little bit more for Tobias. I need that next step with Tobias Harris. If not, it's going to stay in the overrated category. I got you. Let's move on to the most underrated player in my preseason prediction uh, was Nikola Vucevic. 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 I had Tobias Harris. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. What about you, Jeff? I had Lonzo Ball. Okay. Who you got now? I still got Lonzo Ball. Okay. He's playing well. Career best. Points and assists. Right now, mm-hmm. the season will end right now. Today, he got career best in points and assists. They are currently 12th in the West. Okay. Just three games out. Savior's coming. Savior's coming. Zion is on the way. Yeah, he'll be here very shortly. They still got a chance to make the, the playoffs. Savior's sure. coming. Okay. Oh, <laughs> they still got a shot. I got you. Hey. I got Malcolm Brogdon as the Pacers continue to deal with the expectations after Victor Oladipo uh, being injured. Brogdon seems to come in and figure out his way to help this team. Played a key role in keeping the Pacers afloat, having his best season as a pro, 10th in NBA in assists, going along with a career-high 17 points a game. He won't likely play in an all-star game, but he is an all-star caliber player on offense and defense. Just a good player, low maintenance, Jeff, what you need in one of your players on your team. They are one of those teams, the Pacers, that if you watch them, it's like, man – this is they are fun. They're fun to watch. They got a good team. They got a good team. Yeah. Great signings. Yeah. Jeremy Lamb. You got Sabonis. Just a good team. Yeah. I want Montrez Hurl. Oh yeah. That's, 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 solid, that's a good one. Solid. Now I like that. Weezy. Now you now you pie. Yeah, it took a while. Shane looked good over here last week. <laughs> Shane looked good. <laughs> Shane looked good over here last week. Shout to Shane. But anyway, I want Montrez Hurl, man, because he just he he's the X factor for that team. Yeah, I agree. They, yeah. That team already has a lot of talent, a lot of superstars in the team, but he's the X factor. I think he's just as important as uh, Draymond. It's to the, to yeah. the, to the not different skill set. Right. Different skill set, but just as important. He brings what he brings to yeah. Draymond. Yeah, for sure. Brings. I got yeah. you. Yeah. I like that. 
I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to first time All Star. Okay. Preseason prediction for the East. Jay. Okay. Who's okay. Uh, Miles Turner. Okay. Yeah. We can see. We can save him. Who you have? I had Devin Booker. Devin for the East. Not, oh, for the East. I'm sorry. I had Trey Young. Trey Young. All right. And I had Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah Trey. Okay, okay. All right. Jason. For the West, who'd you have? I think we all had Luca. I had Donovan Mitchell. You did. Yeah, it was, it was a low hanging fruit, Luca. Yeah. <laughs> we know what's going on. All right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Jay. What about you, Jeff? For the East, for me? Yeah. It's got to be Trey Young. Yeah. It's got to be. I just try to gain. I just try to stay low key fire. Okay. My uh, postseason prediction for the East is I'm on the fence. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. (laughs) He's having a great season for the Celtics. Team second leading scorer, averaging career high in points, rebounds, and assists, and steals. Mm -hmm. And top five in the league among defensive plus minus rates. It's between him, Bam Adebayo, and Demonis Sabonis, but I think I'm going to go with Jason Taylor. You said three players and you mentioned Trey. All three of them. I'm saying, (laughs) of course, that's the low hanging fruit. I think Trey Young, he might start shit. With Kyrie Irving being hurt. There we go. Yeah, for sure. Nice trade of game. What about the West? In the West. Yeah, my bad. Go ahead. In the West. Who did you have? I had Devin Booker. You had Devin Booker. Yeah, a little rough for me though. Yeah, no, nah, that, that, that. Yeah, that, I mean, it's starting off great at Phoenix. The biggest knock about him is an inability to score efficiently, and mm-hmm. I think he proved everybody wrong this year with that. Scoring very efficiently, he's gonna go fifty forty nine this year, Jeff. Yeah, he's having a great year. But I got Brandon Ingram as my oh. pick. I think he's averaging career high in points, rebounds, and assists as well, and three point percentage, mm-hmm. and twenty five points a game. The, the Pelicans, listen, they haven't been great. But Brandon Ingram has been awesome. I hope he finds a way to sneak in, maybe an after an injury. But I think he should be included along with Devin Booker and Luca the Don. <laughs> Definitely mm. Luca's gonna. We know. Yeah. We know. Yeah, Luka's for gonna sure. One hundred percent. But Brandon Ingram as well okay. should be all star. Go. That's my pick. All right. Next up, coach on the hot seat. What about our preseason predictions, fellas? I had Eric Spoelstra. <laughs> <laughs> Preseason, I had Frank Vogel. Yeah, I had Scott Brooks. Okay. So who you have as your postseason? Uh, I'm gonna go with Brett Brown. Going Brett Brown. Brett Brown. It's hot. It's hot. No, no, nah, it's, it's hot. You think so? It's hot. I think so, man. It's hot. You yeah. said it's hot. It, it, the reason why I say it's hot. Yeah, it's all there. Mm-hmm. The team you wanted. Mm-hmm. You, you. What else is there to do? Win. Exactly. Yeah, the team's put together for you to win. It's put for right now. Yeah, Not we trusted tomorrow. the process. You trusted the process. It's not put together for you tomorrow, two like years that. from now. It's win now. Yeah. And they aren't doing it. They're fifth in the East right now. Yeah. I got a tie, man. My, Jim Boylan's a terrible coach. <laughs> and he's the coach of Chicago Bulls. <laughs> if you didn't know. If you didn't know, teams who underperform often put their coach directly on the hot seat. So I think Jim Boylan, his tenure with the Bulls have been rocky, to say the least. Mm-hmm. He spent the season committed to installing a system that doesn't fit any player on his team. Not one. The rotation pattern has been god-awful, and he's stunning the growth of Laurie Marketing and Wendell Carter Jr. He has to go, and I don't think he makes it out of this season. But also Lloyd Pierce. I remember us sitting and talking about the Hawks, and this team might make noise yeah. in the East. And it's and eight wins later. Yeah, and <laughs> they dropped 22 or 26 uh, after coming out hot 2-0. and um, I thought this team was going to be a sleeper team, but Lloyd Pierce, we got to watch out for him. I want him to do well, though. What about yeah, you, Weezy? Ain't looking good for him. Mike D'Antoni. Mike is hot. It's hot for Mike. Mike's gone the end of this year. Yeah. It's 100% he's gone, for sure. Yeah, unless they make a some kind of crazy run in the playoffs. For yeah, sure. It's championship or nothing for him. Yeah. yeah. Unless he makes some kind of crazy run in the playoffs, I think he's done. For sure. It's definitely championship or nothing for them. Yep. Yeah. It's on me. Yes, sir. Okay. Defensive player of the year is the next award. My preseason prediction was Anthony Davis. What about you, fellas? I had Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had LeBron James. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. LeBron's playing, playing a little defense better defense. Nah, nah, but he's playing better defense. He's playing better. Yeah. He's playing better. Okay. What you got for your postseason, Weezy? Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Playing well. Okay. Rudy yeah. Gobert. Yeah. Uh, we don't cry this time until the end of it. When they pick for an all star, but yeah, but <laughs> this is the thing with Rudy Gobert no one means more to their team than Rudy Gobert. So, mm. on the defensive side of the ball, okay. without that guy being the anchor of that defense, he is relied upon so much. I agree with that 100%. Weezy, what you got, Joe? I got Anthony Davis, yeah. Oh, yeah, 2.6 box per game, yeah. Got the team playing well. Lakers have become one of the top defensive teams in the NBA, mm-hmm. allowing just 
104 points a game. Okay. Per 100 possessions. Okay. Even got LeBron playing defense. <laughs> for sure. I have Anthony Davis as well. I think it's really close between him and Giannis. But I think AD has edged him out okay. a little bit. Um, he's allowing the least amount of points per possession as a primary defender in the entire NBA and anchors a top five defense like Jeff said, and he anchors that defense by protecting the rim. So I got Anthony Davis. I'm sticking with my preseason prediction. Solid. Yeah. All right, let's move on to rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Jay, who'd you have preseason? I had Ja. Solid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Great pick. Yeah. I had Zion. Okay. I also, Not a bad pick. I Not also bad had pick. Zion. Yeah. Sure. All right. Mid-season, Jay, who you got? Uh, John Moran's been far away the best rookie in the NBA. Not named Kendrick Nunn, who I don't think really is a rookie, but we can count him as a rookie. <laughs> He's the head man of that young Grizzlies team who is eighth in the conference right yes, now. Yes, if the playoff starts today, they will be an AFC. That's good, man. I think he's one of those people that helped create a buzz, and I think we we're only scratching the surface with Ja. So I got him as my rookie of the year. My rookie of the year was Ja Morant? Yeah. 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 Is this unanimous? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, you can't deny that. Do yeah. hooping. No Zion. Okay. And this kid, I like my guards boisterous. Yeah. Like my guards talking. Yes, you do. I, I like, I like, that's how I prefer my guard. Yes, you do. He fits right in. Fits right in. Fits right in. Tell, yeah, great pause. Mm-hmm. But tell James. If the season started today, will Michael Porter Jr. be in the, in the, in the vote? Talk to me. I mean, I'm saying, listen, I think they're going to blow up that team. Not blow it up, but get rid of Will Bynum, get rid of maybe Gary Harris and, and get another him. player and going to start him at the, sure. at the three. Yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. He's a great player, man. It's my guy. Moving on to most improved player. Mm-hmm. My preseason prediction was DeJounte Murray. Who would you guys have preseason? Jason Tatum. Preseason I had Brandon Ingram. Oh. You sure did. <laughs> my postseason prediction was De- is Devontae Graham. Okay. He's my guy, man. Back in training camp, everybody was talking about P.J. Washington. They True. were talking about Scary Terry, the future of Miles Bridges. Devontae Graham wasn't even a starter to open the season. Now he's serving as a vital source of offense, averaging 18 points a game and seven assists. Last season, he just averaged four points a game. Come on, so man. He's taking initiative. Every other candidate in the season was – Prime to improve this year. He made a way. I'm gonna stick with Brandon Ingram. Yeah, you should. You Career should. Yeah. Tw- Twenty-five, seven, and four. Will be an all-star. I do. Hope. Will be an all-star. He just got better in every facet of the every game, game, dog. Every I part, agree. Yeah. And is it a contract year thing? Though? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he knows this is he's he's going to get a somebody's going to severely overpay for him for sure next year. Yeah, severely overpay. Severe. For yeah. Him. yeah. And yeah, yeah, he'll kill. <laughs> I can't believe I'm finna say this, but I gotta get credit with credit is due. Dwight Howard. Okay. All right. Dwight okay. Howard. Okay. Not okay. I'm not mad. Yeah. Like, he he finally looks like he's happy to play basketball. He's he's, he's he has value on the, on the court now. He's okay. Healthy too. I like yeah. that. He's healthy. Yeah. So I went with Dwight Howard. Man. I like that. He's playing at a high level. Now he's also playing for a contract as well, but it's needed. And I yeah. like seeing Dwight playing like that for sure. In a dunk contest this year. Nah, I hope not. Go figure. Yeah. Is he in a dunk contest? Yeah, yes. that's what he said. Yeah. That's what he said. Are we going to get Zion in a dunk contest? No. 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 We need to keep him off the ground as much as we can. Just let him Damn. Yeah. The ratings will be through the roof, though. Jeff, we got another award. Okay, okay. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> the sixth man, we mm-hmm. should call it the Lou Will Award. Mm-hmm. Um, Preseason prediction for myself. I had Lou Will. Jay, how about you? I had Spencer Dinwiddie. You sure did. Mm-hmm. I had Lou Will just because he was Lou Will. Mm-hmm. All right. It's yes, season. Um, I got a duo pick, man. Okay. I got to share an award. It's Lou and, and Montrez. Yeah. They play about 80% of their time together on the floor. Together, I think they're the main reason why the Clippers have the highest uh, bench score team in the entire NBA. It does feel like Harrow has been a little bit more important to the Clippers this season. He's much more of a two-way player. Mm-hmm. But with Lou Will, when Kawhi's not playing or Paul George is, you know, setting, he finds a way to come in and close games for them and carries the offense at a high level, man. So, give me Lou Will and Trez for a duel. That would be dope. I think it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. Because and the only thing that's going to hurt Lou Will is that he started a few games for them Maybe. while Paul George and Kawhi are doing that whole yeah. load management thing. So, that might hurt. Mm-hmm. Lou will, but if not, it's my trez as well. I agree. Okay. But they should split it. Yeah, they should split it. Yeah. Derrick Rose. That's not bad. It's not a bad That's pick. That's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. Not bad. <laughs> uh Derrick Rose like, like he got his 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 uh his reboot juice in him. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that is. Whatever that I is. I just made sure. that up. Yeah, but I see. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks good in that pissing uniform, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure that's on his neck kind of yeah. weirds me out. Yeah, bro. I'm sure AB is happy about that, but hey, Dick Rose hooping. He is hooping, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Move right along to Coach of the Year. The preseason prediction was Brett Brown for me. Who you guys have? I had Doc Rivers. 
slick dot. I had dot too. Okay, what you got for postseason weeks? I I made a mistake earlier, so I'm gonna fix it now. Explosion. <laughs> yeah, I bet you, you do. Yeah. Explosion, man. Got yeah. the Miami Heat uh, number one in their uh, little division. Yeah. So. I'm wrong with my in that little division. Yeah. I, I have Spolster as well. Wow. He always gets the most out of talent to work with. But I think this is his impressive, his most impressive year being a coach. Nobody has absolutely th- thought that the Heat would be this good. And to start Kendrick Nunn and Duncan Robinson yeah. and relying heavily upon Derrick Jones, all undrafted players. All undrafted. I think the way that he uses his arsenal of players at a high level is great, man. And he, Got to get coach of the year, Spolster. He went from being a almost like just a figurehead, just yeah. somebody there oh, yeah, for, for sure. Pat Riley to mm-hmm. being coach of the year. 100%. 100%. Exposure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Granddaddy of them all. Mm-hmm. MVP. Okay. Preseason, Weezy, who'd you have? LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Jay? I had Anthony Davis. I had Joel Embiid. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We were all wrong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, he just gotta get healthy, man. Yeah, he sure. just gotta get healthy. Yeah. Uh, postseason, Jay, who'd you have? Have LeBron James, man. Yeah. Uh, LeBron's Lakers are better than advertised this year. They're the only team in the league with a winning percentage above eight hundred. James has been great in his seventeenth year. He's still the complete package of a basketball player and one of the most impactful players every time he steps on the floor. No holes in this game. He's leading the league in assists. He's actually playing defense. I think the thing that edges him above Giannis is that Giannis can't shoot yet. With James and his leadership and ability to get the most out of his teammates that he has right now, because he's going to get rid of them very soon. <laughs> LeBron James is MVP 17th year. <laughs> for sure. For everything Jay just said, yeah. I went with LeBron James on this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it should go to LeBron James. Yeah. But it's going to go to Giannis. Mm. People are going to remember that game when the Bucks played the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They hit those five threes. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the game that sticks out. Yeah. And they're going to give it to Giannis again. They're already number one seed in the East. Yeah. Not really getting pushed by anyone. Maybe Boston makes a run for it. Right. Hopefully Philly turns this around some kind of way. Some kind of way. But um, it's a regular season award. I think it goes to Giannis. Okay. So let's go through rapid fire of the divisions. So we're here to project how the season will play out from each division's projected winner. And through the NBA finals, we'll start off with the Atlantic Division winner. The Raptors won last year. My preseason prediction was the 76ers. Same. So my postseason prediction will be the Celtics. They switched one all-star point guard for another this summer, and their chemistry seems to be light years ahead of what we're going on. Brad Stevens finally getting a coach, and I'm happy for him and the development of Tatum and Brown. So, Or is it just that Gordon Haywood's healthy? He's not. He's missed like 14, 15 years. Nah, he he's able to coach. Gordon Haywood's healthy. He's able to coach. He's, he's, I, he's coaching. I see now what you're doing, Jeff. He's coaching. I wasn't even going to put you on blast, but now you are retreading on your Kyrie Irving. Keep it real. Kyrie Irving's a cancer. Let's keep it real. I'm not retreading on Kyrie Irving. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. Kyrie Irving. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Series. Unanimous. Okay. All right. Bang. Okay. Bang. Four, three. Okay. All right. Bang. So who, who you got winning the Atlanta division? Uh, not still. the Nets. Philly still. Okay. No, nah, not the next. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> All right. Cool. I got Boston winning. You got Boston winning? Yeah. All right. Move on to the Central Division. Last year, the Bucks won. Who we got winning for preseason? Milwaukee. Bucks. Everybody had Milwaukee. Preseason, everybody yeah. had What about the Bucks now? Stay Milwaukee. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. They're on pace for 70 wins. Yep. That's nuts, man. Yep. Best defense in the league. We'll Peaked a little early. Peaked a little early, but yep. for Maynard's regular season, I think they have to hold off the Lakers to have the best Record in the league, so they have home court. Mm-hmm. All right, move on to the Southeast Division. The winner last year was the Magic. Part of my preseason prediction was the Heat. I had the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Heat. Okay, <laughs> you had the Hawks. Uh, what about postseason, Jeff? Uh, let's go with the Heat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred five. Trick Daddy. Okay. <laughs> All right. I got the Heat as well. <laughs> They're not a contender to win anything, but at the best, I think nobody wants to play the Heat. Then they can pull it. Uh, nobody, nobody wants to play them in the first round. Ooh. And they Jimmy can... Butler's starting. Yeah. So in turn, this you got to get the best of Jimmy right now. Yeah. So if they attack, maybe getting rid of Goran Dragic, maybe adding in a piece to get them. You know, how committed are they to Justice Winslow? You got to figure that out. But I think the Heat can make some more, some major noise if they get one more piece. Jimmy's game is going to and know what that piece is going to be. Giannis. Wow. Mm, okay. Uh, let's move right along to the Southwest Division. Last year, the Rockets won. My preseason prediction was the Rockets. Who you guys have winning for preseason? I had Dallas. 
I got the Rockets. Had preseason Rockets. Okay. And you sticking with your Dallas prediction? Nah, I'm going to go with Houston. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You sticking with Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got Dallas, man. At the midway point of the season, <laughs> Dallas should be thrilled with their 25-15 and 15 record. They have the top-ranked offense in the entire NBA, and they're doing this without Chris Stops playing at a high level. They're trying to get him and Luke on the same page. Your boy, Tim Hardaway Jr., has been surprisingly – Good as a third best player on this team. So the biggest goal this year should be kind of figuring out what Porzingis is doing and getting him rolling (laughs) in the second half of the season. He averages 17 and 8. That's solid. That's That's solid. Man, get the hell out of here. He can average 25. No, he can't. He can average 25. He can average 20. 19. Anyway, um, let's move on to the Northwest Division. Last year, the Nuggets won. My preseason prediction was the Nuggets. What about you guys? I had preseason was Nuggets. Yeah. Denver. Okay, that's okay, the Nuggets. nuggets. Um, <laughs> what about your postseason prediction, Weezy? Denver. Okay. <laughs> the Joker. The, the Denver. <laughs> yeah. I got Utah, man. Mike Conley is getting healthy. Utah surely knows what they're doing. They got Jordan Clarkson to fill in the void when until Conley gets back healthy. I think the Jazz have turned that the team around since he's been gone. So maybe adding him in with Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell's playing better without him. They're playing championship basketball right now. Player though, players the player. They're player. <laughs> player. Moving on to the Pacific Division. Last year the Warriors won. What a division! Preseason prediction. <laughs> I had the Lakers winning. What about you guys? I had the Lakers. Clippers. Right. What about a postseason prediction? Lakers. <laughs> Lakers. All right. I also have the Lakers. <laughs> you know they're twenty nine and two with both LeBron James and Anthony Davis playing in the lineup against everyone except the Clippers and the Bucks. Monsters. So they're currently on pace to win sixty eight wins. They have a top five offense and defense, like we talked about. I don't think the Clippers care about the regular season. Yeah, I, mm, they don't care. They only get pause. They only get up for the, the Lakers big, game. Yeah, yeah is for it? Sure. Other than that. Or the Rockets. They want to beat the Rockets. They want to beat the Rockets. Pat Bev and yeah. Russ going to fight for Yeah, him. that's true. <laughs> but I think the Lakers have proven that they can beat bad teams. Yep. I think they'll solely be judged on on their ability to beat the Clippers and the Bucks from here on in top-tier teams amongst around that. So whether it comes through trade deadline moves like Jeff mentioned, Kyle Kuzma being traded, or the buyout market, I think the Lakers have to solve those small remaining issues to cool. continue to get that – uh, title that LeBron James needs. Whoever wins the Andre Iguodala sweepstakes. Okay. Wow. Eastern Conference Finals. Last year was Bucks versus the Raptors. My preseason prediction was the 76ers versus the Bucks. My preseason was Philly versus Boston. I had Philly versus Boston. What about postseason, Weezy? Philly versus Boston. Okay. Philly versus Boston. I have the Bucks versus the Celtics. The Celtics team is just scratching the surface, man. I think they can really make some noise enough to get past the Bucks. So. Might be tricky. Okay. All right. Western Conference Finals. Last year, the Warriors versus the Blazers. Preseason prediction. Lakers versus Warriors for me. What about you, Jeff? Rockets versus Clippers. What about you, Weezy? Lakers versus Houston. What about postseason? Lakers versus Clippers. <laughs> Lakers versus Houston. Lakers wow. versus Mavs for me. I think the Zinger gets it going. It'll help Luka get over that 50 game. Oh, you want to see that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see that. My Slovenian boy. drip. Yeah, it's so, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Slovenian drip, baby. Um, all right, last but not least, the granddaddy of them all, the NBA Finals last year, Warriors versus Raptors. Preseason prediction, I had the Lakers versus 76ers. Clippers versus Philly. Lakers versus Philly. What about postseason, Weezy? Lakers versus Philly. Lakers versus Philly. Wow. I have Lakers versus Bucks. Two best teams, two best defenses, LeBron James versus Giannis Antetokounmpo. For all of the marbles. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. And that is our 2019-2020 midseason NBA award show. I'm ready for this second half run. Second half run. I'm ready for trade deadline, one of my favorite days of the year. Um, Ready for the all-star weekend festivities. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good this year. Happy to have you back, Weezy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I I, I get 30 seconds to tell about my trip to Gatorland? Man, proceed, my brother. Listen, like you know me, do I love alligators, right? I agree. So I finally got a chance to go to this place called Gatorland in Florida. Okay. One time for Gatorland. Blew my mind, Jeff. Yeah. Blew my mind. I was in this, you know, you go to some place called, you know, animals, you think you're in a zoo or maybe an aquarium. Yeah. I was in a jungle. Okay. I was in a jungle in a swamp full of alligators and 
it scared the shit out of me. Be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. It, it, it scared me. I had a great time, but it scared me, man. Yeah, it's over. It was just swamp. It was over twenty five hundred alligators. Wow, what? It way you looked, it was alligators. Yeah, not not chained up. Just out here chilling. Yeah, I mean it was a little fence, but yeah. a little fence. Did you ask anybody? That anybody got attacked by any alligator? They wouldn't speak on it. They wouldn't speak on oh, it. Wow. They wouldn't speak on it, man. Wow. Yeah. So I, I've asked, I've you if you ever go to Florida and yeah. you get done with this and shit, go to Gatorland, man. Yeah, Gatorland. Gatorland. With any Florida Gators there? Yeah, plenty of Florida Gators there. You're damn right it was. <laughs> you damn right, Weezy. <laughs> Were there any Florida you, you Gators? Damn right. Really, Jay? <laughs> like seriously? Like. <laughs> now tweet us with questions throughout the weekend. Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs> Wheezy. Everything paid for, baby. Yeah. Camera's always on, brother. Cameraman, the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.